0: This week's episode of Here's on Don't Get is brought to you in part by aggressive body odor, aggressive body odor, turning off members of the opposite and same sex for nearly 10,000 years. <laughs> to here's what I don't get from north to south, east to west, the only longest running consecutive episode podcast on the See You Next Tuesday network. I am your host, Ted Burton. With me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Handle Breaker. How's it going? Welcome back, Tim. What a big episode. We had a big episode last week with Vinny Paulino from uh, the creep, off. the creep offs. That's right. That's the wrong podcast. I almost <laughs> said. Uh pretty good guest despite not bringing any issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed having him on. Yeah. He, he jumped pretty in fun. some ice water this week. So, yeah. I saw the video. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch that. So, yeah. um, boy, what a week it's been. I watched a, I watched a series. I'll get into this into my issues later, but I watched the Reacher series and Tim, this show was so good. I talked to you about it all all day on yeah, like the yeah. day after I watched it. But this show was so good that I watched it. I watched eight episodes in one sitting. Like nice. I literally could not turn it off. It was it was so well done. Well,
1: apparently you weren't the only one. Yeah, uh, Amazon just greenlit season two. Sweet, because it's one of their most best performing shows.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so highly recommend it. I I would. I was shocked, you know, I hate chagrined. all, yeah, I was shocked and chagrined, I hate all of these um, Amazon Prime shows, Netflix original yep. shows, and pretty much all shows on television these days, but this was done well, uh, so definitely check it out, especially if you're a fan of the what book series, although I heard the book series kind of went downhill with the last book, I haven't gotten to you know, it changed authors, so, right? I, yeah, it was like a co author thing, and then so now it's it's a new author, and I guess he's a lot more liberal than ah. the original guy who's his pen name's Lee Child, but that's not actually who it is, and no. I can't remember his no. real name, but anyway, yeah. Tim, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I've also been watching a new
1: show. Uh, there's a uh, The Legend of Vox Machina is also on Amazon Prime, uh, they're about halfway through their um. Twelve episodes for a season. If you like D and D or fantasy stuff, you'll probably like it. Even if you you don't have to have watched any Critical Role, oh, that's, that stuff, this is the so. Critical Role cartoon. Yeah, you don't have okay. to watch, you don't have to have seen any of that. The first two episodes are like a here's like an introduction to these characters and you know how they are, their dynamics, uh, and then it gets into the more story heavy stuff. Um, great adaptation. The it. It, it just gets darker and darker in a good way.
0: Yeah. Uh, Are you sure your t- television's is broken, not broken? The backlight is- <laughs> well, like the fifth episode, this is why you should have bought the OLED Tim. Yeah. 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 You're, it sounds like the backlight's going out and you're just losing.
1: <laughs> no, 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 The fourth episode was almost a, like a, like entirely horror. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're in, they're under house arrest in the fourth episode. And, uh, the bad guys send these fucking weird wraiths after them that can go through walls and mm-hmm. like grab you as they're halfway in a wall and pull you up and you start bleeding from your eyes. And can shit.
0: they, can they sense you when you put the ring on? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's good. If you like, uh, that kind of fantasy stuff and it's a, it is a cartoon, but it's, it's not for kids. There's, uh, hands being chopped off and boobs in like the first five minutes of the first episode. Jesus
0: Christ. Uh, so another show that I watched this recently that I want to talk about that I think everybody's heard enough of for their entire lives is a classic Firefly. Yeah. I rewatched Firefly cuz so we had we had some weather everything was shut down here for like 2 days for absolutely no reason. And I didn't have anything better to do. All the shows were getting canceled left and right. So I was like, "Ah, nice. I'll enjoy some couple days peace and quiet." And co- like totally by coincidence, Amazon had this sale on uh, physical media. There
1: is a. I, I there's another sale going on right now. They're doing buy two get one free.
0: Oh. on certain titles. So I'll have to go check that yeah. out too because they had a bunch of 4K Blu-rays for ten dollars, ten to fourteen dollars, yeah. and uh, Firefly popped up the entire series on Blu-ray. They don't have a 4K of it because it was only filmed in HD. Yeah. yeah. And but it was uh it was twelve bucks. So I bought it because I don't know where my DVDs of the series are. Sure. And I figured maybe I'll watch it again someday. And then all of a sudden everything's canceled. I was like, well, shit, I'll watch this Firefly. And I rewatched that show. And from a totally different mind, I can't tell you the last time I watched that series. Probably yeah. a good at least five years, if not more. And my perspective has changed. And I'm looking at this, watching the show and looking at the world around me like, oh, yeah. You know, the government wants to control everyone, so they can ignore everyone equally. And they, the independents are fighting for just the ability to self-govern. Yeah. And I'm watching this series, and and all of these themes that are in it, and I go, how do all the people that watch this show and like, I wear, wear buttons that said, "I aim to misbehave," and like, I'm a leaf on the wind, and you can't take coat. the sky from me. I'm a brown coat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then they're like. Okay, yeah, uh, govern me harder, Daddy. Like, you are the fucking purple bellies, you sons of bitches. But they think that they think they're the independents. Uh They think that by backing the government, telling them what to eat, what to drink, what to do, what drugs to take, and when they can go to work or not, they think that they're fighting against the alliance. It's insane. And I talked about this a long time ago, and that when I brought in uh, embracing the empire, but yeah, 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 there's something about that show. Like Joss Whedon's a weird sexual pervert uh-huh. and a liberal faggot, but there's something in that show that's more than just the casting. It's more than the writing. It's more than the set design and the lighting and the camera work that makes it like, despite only being 14 episodes, of which only 10 or whatever were aired, yeah, it was a phenomenon. Yeah, and You know, every, every, you know, every few years, like, oh, maybe they'll do, they'll do a reunion or reboot. Uh, Well, please God. No.
1: Oh, it's, it's happening.
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Uh, On Disney plus. Oh,
0: fucking. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's going to be terrible. I bet. Yeah.
1: The only way I would see it not being absolutely terrible, uh, Would be if it was just set in that universe and not
0: about and not about the same characters. That is the only way I think you could and then then it could
1: still be bad, but not bad for the same reasons that everything else is bad.
0: Not bad for the reasons why the Matrix Resurrections was bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's wild. I also watched the pre. I got the Prestige in four K and watched that. What a great movie! Apparently, it's. I didn't know this, but it's based on a book. Yeah. Have to go hunt that Apparen- book down. Well, I, I think,
1: from what I've heard, the book is very different.
0: I've heard the book is pretty different. Yeah. yeah. uh want to learn some magic tricks. I'm gonna make Tim disappear into a body bag. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, it's amazing the way people panic about weather here. Like we got all of two inches of snow, <sighs> and schools schools were shut down two, two days, two days before. before the snow started. yeah Yeah. Uh, it because and I think only because like when we were kids, you weren't getting snow alerts until morning. Up. morning you were, up, You were awake and ready to go to school and watch that little ticker at the bottom of the TV. You're and
1: waiting and waiting, and it's like, well, usually we leave in five minutes from now. But yeah, but they're showing that's gotta scroll. It's gotta <laughs> scroll.
0: They're in the M's. They're in Manford Public Schools, <laughs> Newcastle Public Schools, uh, Orlando Academy, Tahlequah, Tahlequah. Yeah. It's not there, Tim. You're going to have uh, to go to school today. To this is bullshit. <laughs> all these other kids are out of school. Yep. There goes Union. Union's closed. Tulsa's got to call it. they got to <laughs> call it. Um. Yeah, now they like send a call out the day before because they can just go virtual. Uh-huh. So they're just like, oh, yeah, it's a uh, virtual school this week. Boop. Done. Monday night, we decided to go all virtual just in case of the snow. And the teachers just get in there and they, lo- they upload their next worksheet and they take a week off miserable bunch of fucks yeah well uh what, what else what else do we have going on this week i got to uh steer uh in a really old car a 53 ford deluxe is it a 53 yeah yeah i got to drive custom. indoors it was
1: a, it's a custom deluxe yeah custom deluxe
0: yeah they it was most of them are just referred to you either got the you know, the, the in the fifties, it was either like the Ford F. I think it was the F one hundred. But it was the truck, the coupe, or the sedan. Yes, those are your options. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's cool. Cool old car, no power is, yeah, steering, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, white wall tires. Yes. The whole works. Yeah. Got to get real up and close. Most of the time, I go to car shows. I see cars like that. I'm like, how cool! You can't touch them. But this one, I was like, it get it gets into the building, and I immediately just reach in and pop the hood and start fucking <laughs> around into <laughs> the hood. Yeah. What are you you gonna say? You can't say anything to me. That that was really cool. It's like very small block V8, probably gets like four miles a gallon. (laughs) It's incredible. So then I was looking, then I was doing research on into the car, you know, find out more. Yeah. And so they came stock with like a 17 gallon fuel tank. And then, but people, because people still drive them today, they retrofit them with like 19 and 24 Uh gallon fuel tanks so that they can actually drive somewhere reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was uh pretty neat. Can't wait to uh you know start it up and drive it straight off into the audience. And, you know, drift through a bunch of old uh-huh. people. I, yeah. Well, uh, you ready against me, issues, Tim? I am. What is your first issue this week?
1: Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, sheer incompetence. Uh, I remember when when I first started uh, uh, working for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, Tim. I don't think I've mentioned this, but it occurred to me months ago. You and Truckin' and Tuckin' are my first stage hands, going back twelve years. Twelve years, yeah. Twelve years or more. You were the, yes. you're, the you're my first stage hands. Yes. And now you're my last stage hands because there's <laughs> four hundred people ahead of you. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, I kind of did. Like, my first show was kind of a trial by fire.
0: Yeah, they uh, all are. <laughs> yeah yeah they all are
1: but i some people get you know an easier gig than others uh but i remember uh i ended that week because it was a whole week gig yes which usually they're not they're not uh i ended that week gig by doing a loadout for a broadway show yes uh and i had just a wonderful time if you recall <laughs> i do recall <laughs> uh i had the best time uh but that was nothing compared to the sheer incompetence uh, we had to go through uh, earlier this earlier last week. I guess
0: now it's now it's last week Yeah, now it's last week. But um, yeah, that was uh, I've worked for this this company before that we worked for and we did a show for them in October and they didn't pay.
1: Oh, yeah. They were one of the ones that were holding out.
0: Yeah, they just and I s- sent them the invoice several times, sent them reminders and then I started calling them and I s- started calling them in december we had worked october and and so december i
1: started shows get, basically shows have like a month to pay out
0: 30 days is is usually a, you know when we start to run into problems yeah. so uh, december i start calling them and i call them one day and the person answers the phone i'm like yeah I'm, i want to talk about this fucking invoice that hasn't been paid what's the deal and i and then the person goes oh sorry i'm from the answering service they're actually closed until mid january they don't have any events going on I was like, "Wow, that must be fucking great to have so much money that you don't need to work for a m- yeah. <laughs> month and a half a year." So then uh, they come back from their break, and suddenly a check appears. Oh, hey, we're, here's here's the payment for the services we you rendered." And then the next day, it's like, "Oh yeah, we need uh, ten guys over at this for this next event in February." ah that's why you paid this you went to go you went to go send me an email and then you do it were, all at once you were you were like oh crap we owe this guy money he probably won't give us hands if we if we owe him money let's send uh-huh. this check first motherfuckers
1: yeah.
0: yeah um but yeah so we it, had to work for those people yeah we
1: had to work for these guys and it was just a a pretty um normal like a uh, business event banquet thing yeah i've done i've done one of those before yeah pretty, uh, pretty standard stuff. You know, there's a stage that we don't, the house sets up yeah, the stage.
0: We didn't build the stage. We don't build the stage yeah, because video they screen, have a lights. Yeah. Video done. screen lights.
1: Yeah. It's, it's sound sound. Yeah. Which is, you know, not, not crazy.
0: Well, the thing is, yes, we were supposed to have set up sound, but we didn't No, because they ran out of time.
1: Yeah. The, the, so the only one of the guys was from the company that hired us. Yes. They subcontracted out, subcontract out, subcontracted out
0: the lights, the sound, uh, the. Uh, I think the projections were theirs, but yeah, yeah. light, sound, and uh, um, the labor AV stuff was all yeah. They, the the AV guy
1: was not theirs. Yeah. Uh, the other guy, there's like two. There was like two other guys, and they were also, you know, involved in doing
0: some of the work there they rented the projectors from some other company yeah yeah
1: um so they pull in with basically two 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 box trucks full of stuff not full to the ceiling no no one is one is like a normal box truck yes i
0: understand but i I was just the other one was full to the ceiling (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: um so we we pull in and I should I could have I should have known from the very beginning Tab uh wasn't there yet but I should have known from the very beginning when when the guy was like okay um here's the plan and like sh- his hand was shaking as he's pointing to the stuff on the on the layout and he was just kind of very unsure of I I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure that like his boss sent him there and he also kind of had no
0: idea what he was doing. <laughs> Um, I thought, I, I assume that in their shop, there's just lead in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really what it seems like. And then, then they, instead of having like good stage hand, bad stage hand, it's just mentally disabled at stage hand and mentally disabled their stage hand. <laughs>
1: uh, so he, he has no idea how to delegate work. No, nope. to any of us, um, including the other people that are there that his contractors, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, and his contractors are not taking the lead on any of their on, projects. Any, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so there's no leader. Basically, uh, we're just all kind of sitting around and like, you know, moving stuff when we have to, and and you know, opening stuff when we have to, and and it's the worst is when you have to like, oh, you're always you always have to be like, okay, now what's next? Now what's next? Yeah. After like every single little
0: thing you're doing open this box and take this cable over here and plug this thing in okay okay what's next what's next what's next what's next and yeah he's like okay hold on one second let me just do this one thing and then that one thing takes him 20 minutes Yep. and it's 20 minutes and then he doesn't want your help with the thing no so it's just 20 minutes of you watching him do something yeah okay cool you're doing great
1: (laughs) it was just like that the whole day which you know made the day
0: go long it, it's so it's one thing to do like you, you know you brought in that the worst decision ever yeah and that that sucked that did suck that that was like an 8 p.m call i think we left there at three or three something in the morning yeah seven hours but it's not like but but the whole time you were dogging it yeah i mean it was just pushing and pushing yep and loading yep. and and striking and stacking and yes. twisting. Everyone and, was working
1: the whole time. Everybody's
0: just fucking hauling ass. It was just
1: a long day. It's just a long day.
0: Yeah. And you were tired. Yeah. But it's almost more tiring it to is. just stand there. It is. The the funniest thing was we it was it was, a, it was supposed to be a four-hour call and then a three-hour call. Yeah. And we were like, we get to the end of the fourth hour, and he's like, Yeah, uh, can we do a fifth hour? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we can do a fifth hour. Okay, good. We won't get these video screens in the wall before lunch. Okay, great. We're rolling right up on the end of the fifth hour and the video screens are attached to the truss, but they're not in the air. And I'm like, okay, um, we we need to leave for lunch or you're gonna have to start paying meal penalty. like, so, okay, yeah, go to lunch. We'll we'll get these up in the air while you guys are at lunch, and then we'll do the next row of screens. Perfect. We go to lunch for an hour, we come back. Screens are still on the Video floor. screens are
1: still on the ground. Not only that, but then the first thing he says is, Oh, four out of the five of these are done wrong.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mean not not done wrong. Not done wrong. Not like, like Tim, you did this wrong. Yeah. You big dummy. Uh-huh. <laughs> done wrong. Like I told Tim, you did this exactly the way I told you to. Yep. And th- that way was completely and totally incorrect. Yes. <laughs> so now you have to do it again. So now you have to do it again because fuck you. Yeah. And then the video screens finally went into the air about, I don't know. Thirty minutes into our second five-hour call, yeah, yeah, or thirty minutes to, before the end of our second five-hour call. Yeah, yeah. So for about three and a half hours of that, there were eight people standing around doing fuck all. Yeah. Um,
1: I think the the thing that that encompasses that uh, that show the most was the video wall. Yes, and and not just so so there's two kinds of, you got LED video wall,
0: which are like panels that connect, panels that are That go from about a foot in a square foot Uh to you'll have like a four by four that is all pre-attached that you, you do depending on the size and scope of your show. Sure. Sure. You can go from pulling them out of a single, like six panels out of a single road case and assembling those together to six big four by fours on a big rolling rack that you just hook to the truss and fly it out a little bit and set it down on the next row and fly it out a little bit. Yeah. And I've
1: done both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. those are super easy. The ones you have to build panel by panel and hang.
0: They kind of suck. They kind of suck. But at the same time you get into this repetitive thing and you're just yeah. like, I lift up, you yep. flip the locks. I lift up, you flip the locks. I lift up, you flip the locks. And yeah. So they and you can, you can knock a video wall out in like an hour. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And from, from they're all in these boxes to here's an 18 by, you know, 10 video wall that has all been cabled and powered and now has content coming through yeah, it, yeah. at an hour. Yeah. On a slow day.
2: Uh uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Uh, these guys did not opt for that. They opted for a bunch of projectors next to each other.
0: Yeah. With a big projection screen. Uh huh. Also, totally valid. Do that with the, yep. Do those all the time too. Yeah. And again, they take about the same amount of time. Yep. Because you got to stretch the screen, you put it on the frame, you fly you it lift out. Lift it up. Yeah. And then you get the projector where it goes. And then usually that's about where we're done because we're, we're not like the guy who runs a projector. He's going to make sure it's pointed exactly he's right do keystone. do all the keystone in, and yeah, and yeah, yeah. blending and all that shit. And that's not, I'm not, I'm not getting paid yeah. enough to do that. You you're getting paid enough. That's your fucking job. Yeah. But for some reason,
1: uh, this took
0: five hours. Well,
1: so part of it is, you know, from the very beginning design, it was designed weirdly Yes. Four of the five screens were exactly the same kind of screen as in like the frame around them were all like, and, and they were the same material. Yeah. We the same, like the screen, same material. The frame was the same. The frames were the same, but not all the same sizes. Yes. Because it was two different sizes of
0: screens. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the fifth frame was a different kind of frame. The fifth screen was a different kind of frame. Yeah. Um, so there was no way to attach them all together in the way they wanted. They wanted three, uh, going across on top and two centered in the, uh, as opposed
0: to doing this with one gigantic Gigantic screen screen. and just doing video masking to make it look like four screens or five screens or whatever you fucking wanted to do. Yeah.
1: Um, so They they
0: pick the most complicated way to do it. The most
1: complicated way to do it. So how do you, like, Tab, how would you go about connecting five different kinds of screens together?
0: I wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But your boss says, Tab, you have to do this. I built some kind of frame that would attach them to each other.
1: Yeah. So that's what these guys did, except uh, I could tell as soon as, like, the the... As soon as the guy got his like got into the the frame that was all completely unapart, right? We we he had to put the frame together.
0: Yes, and him it, in the hands. That's the other thing is that part of the the delay on the second call was that we had to put that frame together, and they had no what they had not labeled or they could they didn't explain it to us well. Yeah, like we're trying to put the pieces where they go, and we have not enough pieces to go the full length of this. He has the cipher. Only to find out that the the frame is not the size of all the screens. The frame is slightly smaller for some reason.
1: Be, because they were only using half of the first and third top screen. Yeah, and it was all like it was all weird.
0: It was so goofy,
1: and and he and he wouldn't like go to tab. He wasn't like going to tab and like explaining exactly how everything was put well, together. Even if
0: he had tried, yeah, there was it wasn't like it should be like a IKEA furniture yep. sets are like a furniture. You have like insert tab a into slot B boom done. The directions were all labeled one way. The pieces were all, were all not well labeled at all. Yeah. Some of them had multiple labels on them and it was hard to figure out what piece went with what. So again, he had to look at his thing, look at the pieces and try and figure out how to put it back together. And it's like, dude, if you had gone through and labeled this all well and labeled your drafting well, yes. this could go together in 10 and minutes. From what it seemed like,
1: it seemed like the guy that was building the frame finished it the night before. <laughs> yeah. Ha- and half asleep. Half asleep. Uh, but I think, I mean, that frame encompasses like what a shit show this show was. Yeah. Because then the frame was Shit. the lowest quality
0: wood you could possibly find lowest
1: quality thinnest plywood absolutely absolutely possible
0: and he's running screws through it into the screen tearing the screen material which is fucking expensive yes oh what an embarrassment oh yeah
1: yeah i mean it was just bottom to top like except for us (laughs) like except for the hands like sheer incompetence.
0: Yeah, there was nobody there, it, and it it just kept going and going and going. Yeah, all the way through load in, all the way through. Like he didn't. I I came pretty close to losing my temper at the stagehands. A stage lot chance. of us
1: came, came close,
0: and because he asked us to do something, I I understood what he was saying, even though he didn't say it well. And then yeah. the stagehands that were trying to argue with me what he wanted. And I was about to be like, we're going to fucking do it my way because I understand what's going on. And if if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But I'm not fucking wrong. Uh Instead, I said, I caught myself right before the... I started to shout and I just said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to ask for directions again because clearly we're not all on the same page. (laughs) And We went and got the same directions. And that time I was right. I knew that I was right. But we were able, I was able to not not be the bad guy on that yeah. one. Ugh. Uh me and another guy
1: spent 4 to 5 hours That's putting up 4 sign, hours 4 hours yeah. putting up signs in the lobby and didn't finish cuz it was absurd and then the next day two other guys had to also then spend four another 4 hours to finish putting up signs in the lobby.
0: And there was no communication as to how the signs needed to be done because there was no plan. There was
1: no plan. Someone built the post that the signs went on. Then someone else put the sign on and then a different person was the one telling me and the other guy like, Hey, we need you to put these signs up. I don't know how they did it. Let's go look and and try and figure it out. Instead of just asking the person that was sitting next to them uh, and then so we had no instructions. We were just giving, we were just given like, uh, first grader art school crafts project items and the signs and, and told, I thought, God, I thought putting the poles, the, the truss, uh, it was so ugly. God, there's so much stuff wrong with this. (laughs) They're beautiful
0: signage. Was shitty foam core hung from strings?
1: Shitty foam core hung from like regular like black nylon tie line, yeah. tie line on raw metal pipes. They were hooked up to a just a sh- like uh, truss is not meant to be looked at by the audience. No, they, it can be. <laughs> yeah, but it's usually like everything's dark and the lights are up there. So all you're seeing is like the reflection of the um of the lights hitting the metal truss, which makes it look all right. Yeah. It, um the truss is not truss is not meant to be like audited by the audience so so of course these guys used truss as like poles to hold these um signs hold, up for the, some signs reason. up yeah, yeah so it looked like sh- I thought that was going to be the worst part when we, we we when we rolled the truss out and these you know 50 pound 50 pound base plates I was like oh this is going to fucking suck putting these together that took us 20 minutes maybe yeah um to do five of those um and then four hours with those signs up, uh, because we were given tie line, zip ties, zip ties, and uh tape.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, the, was, uh the the saga of those signs gets better because then at loadout they're like, Oh no, we want to save these signs. Yep for some reason. They're just foam core printed signs. So they had two people just taking the signs down, pulling the tape off nicely so that they didn't get damaged and packing yeah. them into bags. It's like, we have 10 people here working. We have a lot of work to do and you have some send send one of the fucking admin people to go pull the signs down if they want them that fucking bad.
1: Yeah, the whole time. You're just gonna throw them away. Yeah, the, like this like the the putting together and even the taking apart of this stuff is not what stagehands do.
0: This is like set design stuff. What do you mean? I mean the the putting the signs up. Oh, putting those the that putting the signs up is like a facility manager is doing that to put up signage that says like here this is where you're going this is where you're going. Yeah, the loadout. I think everyone was so fed up by the loadout that we all just kind of loaded the show out whatever we wanted to do next.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. By by loadout we weren't we weren't asking for anything. We were just like we had we have already put this stuff up. So we know how it
0: goes back. Well, yeah. And, and a bunch, most of us had done stuff like this before. So we were just yeah. taking things apart kind of all at our own direction. Uh-huh. At one point we took the five screens down. Two of them got folded up first. Then the other three came down and two of those got folded up. But then the, four, the third one just laid there uh-huh. for about two hours because yeah. no one really felt like folding the fucking screen again. Yeah. Uh, at one point we were trying to land the last piece of truss so that we could leave. There's a guy standing about 60 feet away from me, right next to the fucking controller to land the truss. Yeah. And I start saying, like, hey, can we land this truss? And he's clearly ignoring me. So then I start making puns about landing the truss. Like, hey, can we make like a can we make like a green end and ground this truss (laughs) and a bunch of shit like that I just kept saying and he kept ignoring me so I walked all the way over there, grabbed the fucking controller, set the truss down myself and then we struck it just like, can you, cause uh, no no, that's that's a, I'm the subcontractor for the lighting stuff, I'm not the subcontractor for laying the truss like, just grab the fucking button and do (laughs) another human being a favor you fucking fat bastard Uh. So I think the next time that this group calls me and says, hey, we want to have labor for this event, I'm going to go. No. Uh, that's my email. My yeah. email is just going to be no. Just send. Send. No. Go find someone else. I I don't have anybody that was willing to work for you fucking incompetence yeah. anymore.
1: Yeah. Like, we're lo- we're like we're loading out the truck and the. And. And. You know, like I said before, like he, the guy just didn't know how to how to use the labor. Like he's like, okay, I need I need this thing first. Wheel it up onto the truck, load it in, and he's like getting it situated while we're standing there with our hands on our asses. Yeah, just like waiting for him to finish instead of him being like, (laughs) okay, now I need the next thing. So while I'm getting this first thing, like uh, where it needs to go, you guys can go grab the thing and bring it in, and by the time it's, it's by the truck. I'm ready. Right. He wasn't doing that. And so a couple, like a few cases in, I'm like, Hey, just tell us what the next thing is while you're doing that. And we'll go get it. And it'll be here by the time it's ready. Yeah, Like mo- I'm explaining
0: the process <laughs> of how to load a truck to this guy. I've, I've been doing this for four hours. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've done like seven calls at this yeah. point. I've got a vague understanding that clearly you don't. Yeah. Most shows are like, all right, this kind of stuff goes first and you'll have this line, this kind of conga line of shit. And sometimes stuff gets out of order. And one guy will go like, I swap those or, or this thing that's further the back of the line needs to come forward first. But everything, yeah, he would come step to the end of the truck and then look out at the sea of boxes and go, okay, I want uh, that blue one. And that blue one would get on and he'd get it figured out, situated, and then he'd come, but that would take him five minutes. Yep. The other incompetent thing about this was since he was the only one that had the keys to the truck and he's loading out his own show at his own pace while the rest of us just kind of do our own fucking thing, he didn't bring the truck around until like three hours into the uh-huh. into loading out which would have been a nice thing to do earlier so you could start putting stuff in as it was ready to go but but it was even incompetent then because it was like when you move right and you're you're loading your u-haul and you've got all your boxes there at the front of the and you're you're making it you're doing a real good job yeah yeah and you're trying to make everything stack nice and things are fitting together and then you get to that like, Weird shaped chair that you have. <laughs> or the or the the you have those two like that couch that has a weird it's a weird C shape instead of a flat couch because yeah. your wife thought it looked trendy, but it's never been really comfortable to sit on and it doesn't really fit in any room because it has weird angles and none of your other furniture so you've has weird always angles. Hated it. So you've always hated it, but you gotta get it in the truck now, and it's just made worse by the fact that it can't sit flat against anything else in the truck because it's a big fucking curved couch for no fucking reason. So you end up with kind of putting that in there and then everything behind that just kind of falls out of sorts and you end up with just this pile of clothes and mop handles and your vacuum and <laughs> random shit that you're just like, just get out of the fucking you all when you're to get out of this fucking <laughs> house, please. the like, God, just get out of here. It was like that, yeah. except if you started with the round fucking couch at the front of the truck and the whole thing is fucked from the get-go. <laughs> that's what his loadout truck was like. So yeah. Then we're having to pull stuff out, restack and push it back in, find out that's wrong, pull it out, stack more stuff, push it back in, and finally we're down to one box. Down to one box, and this is like, and he's like, uh, yeah, um, maybe we could like put it on. The, we're gonna put it in that truck. We're gonna put this box in that other truck. I don't care how it has to get in there. <laughs> this box that I'm having in front of me, this is what I'm telling this guy is going in that truck. He's like, well, I don't know. We'll have to. And I just started pushing the box of the other <laughs> truck, <laughs> and I get over to the other truck. I had not looked in this truck at any point th- that night. Uh huh. That truck was all single stacked, everything flat. Ag- it, it was like the bottom two and a half feet was fat packed full, yeah, and the seven feet above that totally nothing, empty, nothing, <laughs> not a single thing stacked in this truck. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so I go, this box is going in your truck, and he looks at his, he looks at his stuff. He's like, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Maybe we can move this. Uh, like, no, you're going to stack those projector screens on top of each other and push this next to it. Yeah, I don't know. I have to. I think we'll have to re- re- maybe move these. Uh, you're going to take these projector screens and stack them up. And we're going to push this box beside it. I think, uh, God damn it. I just got <laughs> on the truck. And I, so I grabbed two hands. And I'm like, stack these. Move this out. Put this out there. Put that that box on top of that box. And now push it in. And I shoved it in the into the back of his truck. And I go, all right, we're done. Go home, everybody. Because <laughs> it was two thirty in the morning. Because <laughs> it was two thirty in the morning. I had to be somewhere else at eight a.m. Yeah, and it was fucking cold. Yeah. Normally, I wait until they're strapped down and they, they're starting to close the doors. Like, that. and I shake hands, and I was just like, "We're done. We're out of here. Go the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck each and every one of you." I was pissed. Yeah. Those people had no business doing what they were doing. Nope. And and I yeah, I gotta I gotta assume I'm, I gotta go. I have to assume that guy we were working for, he was fired this week. Yeah, when Monday morning he got in and was, they were just like, "Yeah, sorry, guy, you're gonna, you're not gonna ha- be able to be here anymore because uh, you, you suck." He's still on their website though. <laughs> their website's so gay. It's got like you click on a person's thing and it gives you all this information uh-huh. about them. So like this guy we were working for. It'll tell you what I actually do. I help make live events happen. So audiences can experience a message from our clients. I really like family playing guitar and hunting. Hey, you have this nice, like fun fact infographic about him. I have four guitars and counting. I have more than <laughs> that. You dumb asshole. <laughs> I have played guitar in front of at least 10 audiences, 10 audiences being his dogs. Yeah. <laughs> 500 hours logged working shows. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> uh, that's not that's also not a lot. That's not a lot. Not a lot. I probably have several thousand. Hours. Uh-huh. I have I have more than 500 hours of just sitting in front of a console mixing a show.
1: I've got it I've got it I've got mo- at least more than half. I've got at least three. <sighs> I mean I've got a couple hundred under my belt and I've been doing it for
0: what? Uh, 6 months if ma- that. No, not even, yeah. I have rolled at least a mile of cable before the age of 20. Yeah. I recall rolled at least that before yeah. the age of like fourteen. <laughs> uh yeah. This is their website is embarrassing. Let's see if there's any job openings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a
0: lot. Holy no, just boy. freelance stuff. Oh you know, yeah. Because they hire a bunch of contractors to fuck shit up. Yeah. But the guy we were working with actually works for them. Like he is on staff. He has a picture and a bio. What a fucking embarrassment. That's a great issue, Tim. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Here's what I don't get. (laughs) Pointless apologies. So Joe Rogan got canceled this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. After months and months of hunting to try and discredit this man, they finally um, dug up enough times of him saying the N-word and put it on Twitter that they, you know, he he had to come apologize. I'm sorry I said the N-word. And we've talked about this before. Which, if I recall, all
1: those times he said it were, uh, like, when people would say the phrase, the N-word, he, he would just say, no, just say the word.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he apologized. And it's ridiculous, because we've seen this happen now hundreds of times. Uh, the left decides you are Hitler. Mm-hmm. They come after you with everything they got, every trick, every dirty playbook. They mine your past for anything they can find to destroy you. And then they drop their big bomb. He said the N word, you know who else said the N word that pedophile that was killed by Kyle Rittenhouse didn't have a problem with him. And also the fact that he was a pil- pedophile, you know, that was totally fine, but it, it's, it's so selective the way they enforce mm-hmm. these fake rules, but you know, Joe Rogan comes out and apologizes. You will, you gain nothing you're not apologizing to anybody that actually cares. No, no. They they're not mad at you because you said the n-word. They're mad at you because you represent a, an a antithetical idea from theirs. Yeah. They you're a witch. I mean, it's the Salem witch trials. You are the witch you need to be burned at the stake. It doesn't you can't turn state's evidence and go like, oh, "I'll turn in all the other witches." They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. You could if you were saying that Fauci is literally a saint, you could call, you could, every other word could be like, yeah, Anthony Fauci is my N word. And I think that all N words should die. And you know, Jews control the government. But if you're saying the right types of things, then you're allowed to You're allowed to say whatever you want. Yep. You're being canceled, not because of this isolated event or a series of events, this clip of you saying the N word you're being canceled because you went counter to the narrative and the, your fans are the people that are watching you currently that are your fans they're going to just be your fans yeah they don't care that you said the n-word 10 times joe biden said the n-word a bunch of times in congress no less no problem at all but the fact that you said it they they don't care joe biden's fans don't care that he said the n-word they only care that he's not trump joe rogan's fans don't care that he said the n-word they just care that he has an entertaining podcast when you apologize for those types of things you're only apologizing to the people who want to destroy you and if you give them a chink in your armor they will fucking get their little jackhammers in there and ratchet it apart until you're destroyed yeah because now they're gonna keep looking for stuff they're gonna keep looking for stuff and you'll have to apologize again you have to apologize again you have to apologize again and your fan i don't like joe rogan i've never really liked joe rogan he's like uh self-aggrandizing philosopher douchebag Mm -hmm. like he i have no interest in anything he has to say the
1: only reason i've ever watched any of his podcasts were for the guest
0: exactly i when he when he was signed to spotify for a 100 million dollars i was like oh. great. I don't really give a shit. Now, when Michelle Obama started her Spotify podcast, I canceled my subscription because I'm not fucking paying the Obamas to be pieces of shit. I didn't go in there and stage a protest. I was just like, yeah, I'm not giving money to a, a company that directly gives money to the Obamas because they are a bunch of worthless eaters who should be ground into paste and sprayed all over the White House uh, like with a paint sprayer. Here's the here's the stain of failure. Um, it's uh, like I don't know how many times you need to see it before you'll start. People will start to figure this out. Yeah. It's ha, n- nobody cares, it doesn't gain you anything. Your fans are going to go, Well, why did he give in? I don't like this. They're going to make you change your behavior. If they can make you apologize, they can make you stop saying that. Uh, the China virus isn't a big deal. They can make you worship at the altar of St. Fauci. Speaking of Spotify, there's
1: some ad on Spotify for some podcast that uh, the, the, the ad they're running is like, on this episode of our podcast, we're talking about Fauci stands, and we interview Fauci about his not in these words a uh, celebrity
0: Ugh. yeah
1: it, it's terrible
0: there, there used to be this youtube There was like a bunch of youtube channels the game theory guy the mad oh pat. yeah mad
1: pat yeah and
0: i wasn't subscribed but they would pop up in youtube recommendations i was scrolling through and sometimes they'd be interesting and it was interesting information presented in a way that wasn't completely objectionable yeah it was it I was guess. cringeworthy and, and yes but yeah you i some of them if it was interesting enough i could power through if it wasn't i would just turn it off i'd be like yeah i can't
1: Uh, yeah occasionally some of those like i remember one he did it was like a because he is he's the guy's got like game theory movie theory food theory like book theory like everything theory yeah it was one about like um soda serving sizes and ice and they met they like did like a um a experiment with like when there's ice in your soda how much soda are you getting yeah. per size and that kind of stuff i thought that and they look with, with, with like numbers yeah. and evidence and stuff i thought that was vaguely interesting they
0: did one i i think there was french fries to figure out like yeah. some places their medium fry is actually the same size as a large
1: or small yeah yeah
0: <clears throat> and and then they'll they do uh you know video game theory and in, in like how you strategically solve problems and they'd analyze game theory that's in oh, movies. Yeah. Uh Anyway, uh, he did one of his popped up that was an interview with Anthony Fauci. And it was like them sucking him off. And yeah, I went yeah. and uh I think I went into my YouTube options and hit all of his channels. Cause I'm not fucking supporting people that suck that worship at the altar of St. Fauci. I Joe, Joe Rogan is like, you he has all the power in this situation. Yeah. He come out and been like, "Fuck yeah, I yeah I said the n word. I'll say it again. Fuck you. <laughs> if you've got a problem, don't fucking listen. Don't buy tickets to my shows. Don't watch old reruns of Fear Factor. <laughs> don't fucking listen. Not my fucking problem." if you're taking advice from Joe Rogan, a guy that thinks doing copious amounts of recreational drugs, you're an idiot and you deserve to die. Just like the people who took part in the Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> but we have to, I'm so fucking sick and needed to protect the stupid. Yep. Oh yeah. We need a plague. We got to get rid of all the old people and all the dumb people. We've had multiple times to do this. And every fucking time you concerned liberal white women have to get involved. They're telling me what to fucking do. Yes. fucking try that why don't you get overly concerned about shutting the fuck up for once in your miserable goddamn cut life why don't you get fucking involved with that that's who we should be fucking canceling Ah, they can't fucking do it. They can't mind their own business. And I can't fucking take it anymore. I can't take one more goddamn celebrity getting a Q- oh, Robert Downey, you know who hasn't been canceled? Robert Daniel Jr. for doing blackface and fucking Tropic Thunder. Do you know why? Because he won't fucking apologize for it because it's a goddamn joke in a movie. You cannot give in to these people. They don't care. They absolutely don't fucking care. Do you know how they know they don't care? Because they don't give one single fuck about Justin Trudeau doing blackface constantly. constant fucking blackface. They were really fucking worried about uh, Northam in Virginia doing blackface until he came out again for gun control. And then it was like, no, no, no. Northam's our guy. He's our guy. When he was about abortion, blackface bad, blackface bad. When he's about gun control, blackface good. They don't give a shit. They have no fucking morals. They have no fucking spine. They have no consistency. So just fucking ignore them. Tell them to kill themselves. Get on fucking Joe Rogan podcast and go, if you have a problem with me, Kill yourself. What are they going to do? You got a hundred million dollar <laughs> contract. If Spotify breaks the contract, they going to give you a shitload of money. Then you take your podcast to Odyssey or fucking Rumble or literally any yeah. other platform who will give you another hundred million dollars. Rumble
1: already offered him another. Yeah. yeah. Plus
0: you will. Th- plus you'll be this fucking God to the, the right. God damn it. You cannot play these games by their rules. They absolutely don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry I said the N-word. Oh, that's all forgiven. Keep on doing your podcast. No! Uh, You know what? I take it back. Ivermectin doesn't work. Uh, I'm Neil Young, and I think Joe Rogan's great. No! (laughs) They hate you, and they will always hate you until it's convenient not to. Yep. Until you have Hillary Clinton for 2024 run on your podcast and tell her how great she is and how you're going to vote for Hillary Clinton, then they'll forgive you. And you apologizing in the interim does not matter. does not matter one fucking iota. Because they're not human beings. They're either NPCs or they're lizard people. They don't have a soul. They don't have a conscience. They don't have a brain. They just fucking get spun up into whatever fervor they have going on in their head. And then they go follow that fervor until they run out of uh, soy latte to keep them going. And then they get sent on to the next thing to have fervor about. And all the while, everyone's talking about fucking Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan said the N-word. Joe Rogan said uh, Spotify. All, you know... It's sad when Neil Young, a shitty, shitty musician, is the most famous person who pulled his shit off of Spotify. <laughs> He's the most famous one. Every single day, it's like, blah, Laura's old focus and pulled his stuff off Spotify. I'm like, fucking who? Cindy, <laughs> who gives a shit is pulling herself off of Spotify. What a fucking shame. <sighs> and, and Neil Young, who is... I, you know, I was trying, people were like what are some famous New York songs? Like, okay, Heart of Gold. Yep. What's that? Old hey, man. old man. Those two are those two are pretty good. And then he has that Hey, my my song. Uh, that's a piece of shit. Yeah. And, and I thought, then I was like, well, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash. I like young. Ohio. Yeah, I have never really cared for Ohio, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I guess if you if you like Columbus enough, uh. That was like well. Rocking Cras- in the free world. Crosby uh, Cras- that's the other his other famous one. Rockin' in the free world. We need to censor speech that I don't like. Rockin' mm. in the free world. <laughs> People who have opinions different from me should be locked up in prison, yeah. Uh Crosby Stills and Nash I was trying up. to think I was trying to think yeah. of Crosby Stills and Nash songs and I, and then I would. Because those are those are probably some more famous ones, but then I looked at all the good Crosby, Seals, and Nash songs, and they're all when he wasn't with the fucking supergroup. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh,
1: all the Crosby, Seals, and Nash songs that are popular are just them,
0: just Crosby, Seals, and Nash. Yeah, not there Crosby, are no Crosby, Stills Nash, Nash, and, and Young. Yeah, yeah. It's like ah, oh, well, fuck that guy. Yeah, I can I can go the rest of my life without fe- hearing fucking Heart of Gold. Who gives <laughs> a shit? Ah, uh, they uh, just. I don't I don't understand why the need to cancel one man. What is he saying that's so dangerous that he... I mean, Joe Rogan is basically the new Trump. Trump's added, Trump's been pretty out of the media, yeah. aside from them coming around being like, Trump says take the vaccine! Trump says take the vaccine! Trump says take the vaccine! Trump take the... Trump take the... Trump take the... Are you dumb Trump's going to do what Trump says? Are you dumb Trump's going to do what Trump, gonna... Trump says? the thing that we want him to say! You're going to do it! You're going to do it now! You feel like a big man with two of them <laughs> No! So he's out of the he's out of the media. He's not the lightning rod he was 18 months ago. Yeah. So now Joe Rogan is the fucking literally Hitler of the new of 2022. Yeah, you know, Trump with all his failings, he just took that shit when they <laughs> when they said he was literally Hitler. He just took it in stride. Yeah. He didn't fucking apologize for anything. He's very proud of his fucking vaccine that doesn't work. And then, they're, uh, and then they're laying the lockdowns on Trump's feet. Uh, yeah, Trump wanted to do the, the lockdowns. We didn't think that they'd work. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to destroy it. We absolutely cannot allow dissent of any kind among the ranks. Celebrities need to be lock and file. And when you do the wrong thing, you need to apologize. You need to apologize to the people that are wrong. Did Harvey Weinstein apologize for raping all those ladies? Did Woody Allen apologize for raping those kids? No. They're still all gallivanting in their fucking Hollywood elite because they are absolutely worthless, miserable people who ruin everything that they touch. They're like, they're like fucking rogue from X-Men <laughs> to bring it back into your realm. Whatever they touch, they steal from it and then it dies. <laughs> do you think, uh, do you think Rogue is like a uh Algor- uh what is it, allegory for um, bringing people over and putting them in ghettos in the United States? You know, they just take everything you have, and then and then you die. Yeah, they slowly choke your society with their. They
1: they steal your good stuff.
0: Yeah, the stuff they like. Yeah,
1: but then you're dead.
0: And then you're dead. Ah, I what did I I'm 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 watching Joe Rogan apologize for this shit, and it's. It's like everybody has this goldfish brain. Yeah. Goldfish brain. Do you not remember yeah. people doing this over and over and over again? And then the just being like, just let them cancel. Just let them keep And the cancel culture is not real. That we're also supposed to simultaneously. The media has been on a nonstop crusade against Joe Rogan for months. Now you have big musicians pulling all their shit from Spotify, but cancel culture is not real. <laughs> like, are you out of your fucking mind? And then he's got to apologize. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that I... I'm sorry that I said something. I said a word. Sorry about that. Uh, that's all they need. They just need one little foothold in your territory. It's why, it's why people like this were banned from 160 countries. Kind of makes you start wondering, why were you guys getting banned from all these countries? Get the fuck out of ours, please. You, I I just I just want to take Joe Rogan aside. I should have I should have pulled him aside when he was here. and Been mm-hmm. like Joe Rogan, this is a this is a semi-intelligent person telling you this. Don't give in no matter what they do, no matter what they throw at you. Don't give in. The people who respect like I had I have I don't like Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. I don't have anything I don't want him destroyed. Uh, I would just prefer not to consume his content, but with that said, I respect that he has built this big audience. He has this podcast that people like, I will admit he's a good interviewer because the clips that I do see when he interviews people that I'm interested in hearing about, mm-hmm. he doesn't half-ass his show. He doesn't yeah. like he should show up and be like, Oh yeah. So, uh, you remember that time, um, that like you did that song dream on. That was cool. Cool. (laughs) You know, he's not the Chris Farley show. He does, he does some amount of research and kind of learns enough that he can have something of an intelligent conversation. And he, he has, you know, he's someone that you can take advice from. He built himself out of nothing. He became this MMA fighter and then he spun that into a career doing other things. And And he's also, he's, he's also kind of crazy. And he's also kind of crazy and a comedian and he admits his faults. Like he... He was here in town. I saw the first part of his set and he comes up there and he's like, yeah, why would people are afraid of me talking about ivermectin and stuff? But like, if you're taking medical advice from me, I'm a big dummy. Like you're (laughs) you're even dumber if you're taking this kind of advice from me. I just say what I, what I know, what I've seen. It's like, yeah, I can respect a person because Joe Rogan seems like a person. Yes. I don't think he's a lizard person unless they replaced him with one. That's how (laughs) I got this fucking apology out of him. Um, Don't like him, but I can at least respect the guy and respect what he's doing. But when you, when you bend the knee, when you cave into the pressure of these despicable, despicable people, I just like his you're, apologies. are worth have been, nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: His apology should have been. I'm sorry. You don't like me.
0: Yeah. It, yes. It, watching the Jack Reacher series they're doing this flashback and throughout the season and they flashback to back on Okinawa these these other kids are torturing a kid with down syndrome which is very uh you know it's like wow you really you know <laughs> snap cut right to the quick on getting me on this character side but uh and so they're they're Jack Reacher kicks the shit out of the, one of the kids and it's a general son and so to try and make save face for his father's career the him and his brother are sent to go apologize and he gets up there and he's like no I can't I can't do this I'm not apologizing and they're like Jack you have to apologize and he goes you know what I am okay I'm sorry I'm sorry the left side of his face doesn't look like the right side of his face like yeah <laughs> fuck you fuck every inch of you that's some take no shit attitude that's what Joe, Joe Rogan's apology should have been uh but, but he didn't do that. He just bent the knee. You gave he gave in to him. And this is the foothold that they'll take to just continue to cancel him until he says something that's politi- politically expedient for them to keep him around. Yeah. And you will never, never, ever win. Ever. Because they're not they're not human. They're not like you and me. Just fucking irritating and when we, we continue to not learn from our mistakes Yep. uh well that brings us to the middle of our episode which means time for this episode is brought to you in part by the ricada news network definitely not fake news well tim what news do we have today uh
1: our first news story uh is is a home story uh Apparently, uh, the, uh, the Biden administration is, uh, allocating $30 million over the next three years for the harm reduction program grant, uh, which is designed to, here's the quote, support community based overdose prevention programs, syringe service programs, and other harm reduction services. So this is like a, um, this is a, uh, drug program, uh, that they're that they're putting through uh, it includes quote safe smoking kits for smoking crack It'll, that will provide pipes for users <laughs> to smoke crack crystal methamphetamine and any illicit substance <laughs>
0: Oh, we're going to win the war on drugs by providing free pipes, yeah, like free crack pipes. Yeah. No, uh, longer, no longer, young crack smoker, do you have to yep. go buy the little glass vial rose at the the seedy gas station yes. by you. Now you can go right to the uh, Tulsa Health Department yep. and pick up your free crack pipes. There's also safe sex kits that
1: include condoms and uh, also duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, syringes to prevent and control the spread of infectious diseases.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Um, According to the agency, uh, the purpose of the kids is to reduce the spread of infection through cuts and sores when using glass pipes for smoking substances. Um, The, let's see, uh, apparently earlier uh, Kentucky had tried has tried this before uh maryland also abandoned its smoking kit distribution after uh local law enforcement and local african-american uh community leaders criticized the legislative measure
0: uh because it's fucking stupid
1: yes yeah uh, but uh let's see what is the uh yeah, I guess that's it. I just thought that uh, it was funny that, gosh,
0: the government's giving out crack pipes. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's like satire. I mean, it is right. It's uh, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. You know, no. keep them keep him high on soma. Keep taking your soma so that you don't start. Stop safely, to think safely about, though. Safely. Say, well, soma was completely safe. Yeah. Um, and that way, until you like have a real man come in and see the hellscape you live in, he'd rather live in the wilds of North America than live in the civilized society we created for ourselves. Tell me when you want me to bring in my news. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, our next news story comes to us from uh, Build a Bear. You remember Build a Bear, Tab?
0: I do. Um, I worked in a mall.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah so what's so what's build a bear just for anyone that is not
0: it's you go in and you like pick a weird an unstuffed bear shell and then uh-huh. they inject it full of fluff and then you uh buy clothes for it yeah so
1: you bring your kid yes to make like a custom teddy bear yeah um well apparently build a bear is not just for kids anymore
0: what well, is was it also for edgy teenagers because i remember that's what. You know I, we had friends in high school that would go there and build do build a bear parties and sure. shit
1: uh, but um build a Bear is introducing a new line of bears called Build a Bear after Dark.
0: Oh God, do they have sex holes in them? <laughs>
1: um no, they're just uh build a bears for adults here's uh here's one of the previews, right it's it's like a rabbit build a bear. That's uh, clearly just a white lady with yeah. like a glass of wine, or and
0: a wine T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's 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 just PG thirteen after dark. It is,
1: which which is which is funny because I thought I, I read Build a Bear After Dark and was like, oh, oh no, no
0: Build a Bear with a fleshlight built into it or <laughs> something.
1: <laughs> They're going after the furry market. Ugh. Um, the other here's the other picture they have. It's a. Uh, it's like a lion in a silk robe <laughs> next to a fireplace
0: <laughs> uh wow why adults it's the it's, because it's the infantilization of our culture that's yeah. why we have to have cartoons of everything and now adults can go to build a bear too because you you know who was going to build a bear right adults they were going and getting their like marvel superhero costumes for their oh, fucking God. stupid bears and shit yeah It's all that shit is way too expensive for a parent to want to do it for a kid and it's like has this little box that comes in. Yeah, it's uh, our society has become so infantilized. That's Mm -hmm. why Lego is pushing into, you know, they now have all these adult themed stuff. Yeah. Stuff that they just, it's all the same shit. It's just a higher price point. Like architecture stuff, you mean? Architecture was kind of the start of it, but no, like they're, they have, they now have their like, Super it's their children's aim stuff like the Marvel superheroes or okay. the DC superheroes. Yeah. But it's a something that's for an adult to have. Like they did the the Iron Man art pieces. Oh. They were yes. $120. Yes. Yeah. They did they've done now helmets of Star Wars characters uh-huh. and Batman and Spider Man. Okay, I see what you're saying. And all that shit. And they're more expensive than they should be because they're for adults. For adults. And the boxes are the boxes aren't bright and colorful like no. Lego boxes are for kids. In, like, they're black. List. Yeah. Yeah. and they have you know Seinfeld now and they're doing, they did, I think they did two friend sets. Oh yeah. No kid is no kid gives a shit about a friend set. And I, so it's all this stuff that is like your, your product already appealed to the adult Lego collector market. Yeah. And now you're trying to get a non Lego adult collector market going, but all of the stuff that they make for the non Lego adult collector market is lame as fuck. Uh well I've got another news story
1: here. Uh what 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 do you think a wealthy Silicon Valley person hates the most?
0: Non-Jewish white people?
1: Yeah. Uh so um this is uh this place called uh what is Woodside, California mm-hmm. is a uh
2: it's
0: a, suburb of- a very
1: wealthy Silicon Valley town um uh, California has a new law Senate Bill 9 which allows up to 4 housing units to be built in a single family lot uh Woodside is like uh no thank you so they declared themselves a mountain lion habitat
0: <laughs> so you can't build any new so houses so you can't
1: build any new uh housing there
0: yeah nothing like white people trying to trying to make the world a better place for themselves. Not in my backyard. Uh, We need more affordable housing. Just not, not anywhere near where I live.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, The town's mayor said that it was not the Woodside way to prioritize housing over a habitat for an (laughs) endangered species. We love animals. He says every house that's built is one more acre taken away from the mountain lions. Where are they going to go? Pretty soon we'll have nothing but asphalt and no animals
0: or birds. Uh, then move to Montana. You fuck <laughs> Oh boy. Well, I got a news story for you, Tim. Oh, really? So you want me to slide slide mine in here? Yeah, go ahead. This is actually sent to us from uh, Matt from Minnesota. Meet the superfans. This is a sequel, by the way. This is a sequel to. This is a reboot. So there's a news story from back when we were young about a rally to bring back tap. Well, this is the reboot, but they upped the stakes. Meet the super fans trying to save Tab. (laughs) In October 2020, the moment Trish Priest had been dreading arrived. Tab, the decades-old diet drink and podcast host, was being killed off by parent (laughs) company (laughs) Coca-Cola. What to some was mere news blip was a crisis for Priest. I lived in fear of it being discontinued for years, she said. When the notification came out that Coca-Cola was going to stop making it, I had people I hadn't spoken into in 10 years. Called me to give me their condolences. Wow. Priest drinks about three cans of tab a day and has for as long as she can remember. It is a central part of my life, she said, and something she's known for. I've had colleagues decorate my office for Milestone Birthday with tab themed decorations and I drink tab water and wine. Priest started stockpiling cases of Tab in 2020 when she realized the drink would soon be gone. She has 23 12 packs left, and she's rationing her supply. She'll hang on to the final case for posterity. But Priest isn't giving up without a fight. She's hoping with the help of fellow diehard fans, they'll convince Coca-Cola to bring back Tab. That's, yeah. That was the catchphrase. Yeah, us back I remember the they Bring yeah. back Tab. Well, now they have it. They're doing it again. Uh, and then there's a picture of her. She's an older lady, and she's wearing a Tab shirt and holding uh-huh. a Tab can, and has a Tab hat. It'll be a tough battle as Coca-Cola, which just has reasons for killing tab. The product was cut as part of a sweeping reduction of Coca-Cola's beverage portfolio announced in 2020. The reason was clear. The 200 brands on the chopping block, half of Coke's portfolio together just made up 2% of Coca-Cola's total revenue. CEO James Quincy said, it just wasn't worth keeping pouring resources into these flagging products. Holy fuck. Coca-Cola had 200 brands of soda. I mean, that's you, the most mind-blowing thing to me <laughs> when you when you expand
1: on all the like sub like flavors <sighs> i guess
0: well you have coke and in that you have diet coke coke zero and all the cherry coke we, and all that shit. all that weird shit okay then just have coke and diet coke right yeah boom problem solved instead of having sprite uh, get rid of Sprite because it's advertised by LeBron James and plays Christmas commercials before it's due, which is why I'll never be consuming Sprite ever again. But bring back Tab. This is bullshit. Uh, it'll be a tough... Uh, yeah, it was a hard decision to discontinue Tab, a company spokesperson told CNN Business. Sorry, RNN Business. <laughs> and in order to continue to innovate and give consumers the choices they want, we have to make tough choices about our portfolio. The spokesperson said that there are no plans to bring Tab back. Tab fans think Coke maybe made the wrong call. Where they sit, Tab sales were stilted because Coca-Cola neglected the brand. Without advertising for decades, they point out that even without ads, Tab fans still have sought out the product. Imagine they say what some marketing could do. Plus, nostalgia's hot right now. It's very true. It may be hard to imagine a massive company like Coke getting it to compared with a small fan base and forgotten brand, but it's happened before. Also, it's impossible to find. Yeah. Like, we don't have Tab in Oklahoma. No. We have Coke Zero, Diet Coke, and all kinds of other yeah. faggoty flavors of Coke. No tab. Well, so you're a, not even selling it in every market.
1: These are the same fuckers that discontinued vault. So,
0: yeah, screw them. Adam Burback noticed a flurry of activity online after Coke announced Tab's demise. Across social t- channels, fans were mourning the product and wondering whether they could change Coca-Cola's decision. A lot of people were saying we should do something, he said. The initial thought behind the committee was coordinating efforts so that we had a single voice. And I would like to be that voice, Tim. (laughs) What better spokesperson for the soft drink Tab than a person whose name is also Tab? Come on. It's a (laughs) no-brainer. I am Tab, the voice of Tab. Bring back our fucking soda, you sons of bitches. I will not apologize for saying the N-word. That's my vow to you. (laughs) Burback took action. He launched a full-blown campaign to bring back the soda along with a core group of fans, including Priest, that call themselves the Save Tab Soda Committee. The group has coordinated call days encouraging fans to bombard Coca-Cola's customer service in line with polite phone calls and to send notes to Coca-Cola's leadership team. We appreciate the passion, passionate legion of tab workers, lovers, who have reached out and who have embraced the brand for nearly six decades, the company said. Top Brass has taken notice. In interviews with CNN Business late last year, James Quincy said he's gotten a lot of emails about Tab. Probably a lot of them. <laughs> like "Can you please have him stop hosting this podcast? Yeah. It's terrible." <laughs> a petition to bring back Tab has garnered nearly 1100 signatures, and the committee is currently raising money for billboards in Coke's home city Atlanta. They'll blast this message to passing motors and any Coke executives who drive by. The efforts so far have been fruitless. Coca-Cola has given no indication it'll bring Tab back, but the company does have a history of listening to its fans. Most notably, it reversed course on new Coke in 1985 after fans railed against the new recipe. There's a big difference between paying attention to the feedback on Coca-Cola's signature product and something like Tab, but Coca-Cola has changed course on French products, too. Here's here's my thing. Take Coke Zero and just call it Tab. (laughs) Yeah, Tab soda tastes terrible. It's fucking awful. (laughs) Coke Zero has no sugar. It's Coke Zero sugar. Just fucking slap a pink label on it and my name, boom. You got Tab Soda. There you go. Everybody's happy. Uh, what's next for Save Tab? If Coca-Cola won't bring Tab back, the fans have backup plans. <laughs> this is wild. We're fucking make it ourselves. I have a box of Diet Coke syrup and SodaStream, which is going to be my fallback solution, said Priest as Burback supply dwindles. He switches some Mountain Dew Zero Sugar products, which is owned by PepsiCo. Uh, Uh,
1: Mountain Dew zero sugar fucking sucks.
0: Jenny Boytner, a committee member who estimates she has sent about 25 letters to Coke and made a video celebrating tab says she'll switch to diet Pepsi, diet Dr. Pepper or iced tea. Uh, So they're going to lose the business regardless, but she's holding out in the best case scenario. My plan is for Coke to say, let me just pull the truck up and deliver more tab to you. Boytner said that's my fantasy as much as Boytner wants tab back can't have me. Uh, <laughs> some people feel like to go their own ways. I don't know. You uh,
1: you get them digits and she'll get a lifetime supply <laughs> attack to dips drink. Dipsy
0: of <laughs> man. It's so fun. And she said, I feel really close to them. Boy, in for the long Hall, particularly partially because of the connections she's made with people like Burback and Priest. I would really feel guilty saying that I've been working this company for a couple of years. It's not happening. I'm out, but I still want to stay with the committee and keep on trying. Yeah. So... They brought back surge. Should bring back tab. Bring back vault. Yeah, it worked for us. That's all I'm saying. You guys need some shirts. Vault was great. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Just here's what you do: you wait like three years, you slap a new label. It was just Coke Zero. Vault was just Mountain Dew. Yeah, and then you. It was Coke Mountain Dew. And then you, bam! Now you have real thing. Yeah. So thanks for Matt from Minnesota for sending in that story. And do. like, Let's all join that petition. I'll join the Save Tab Committee. I don't, yeah, even, yeah. I don't even like your shitty soda. <laughs> anyway, well, this has been
3: The Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well,
0: that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? It's bringing back Tab. And if you want to bring back Tab for another week, if here's what I'll get, you can visit us at Patreon.com forward slash HWIDG which stands for Here's what I don't get. which is the name of the show and over there we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier which gets you early access to each week's episode plus our monthly mini-sodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier where you do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get or we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you the fans, submit a film, you vote on what film we watch and we sit down and watch and record a feature in commentary. And then we have our $50 Spike producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can request a special guest like Vinnie Paulino, special movie commentaries, uh, special episode format switches, anything that you want that we can provide, we will endeavor to do so. So thank you to all our patrons, big and small, for supporting the show. It helps make uh, the show possible, and it bought Tim some Weird Al tickets. (laughs) 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 But let's get back to some issues, Tim. What is your second issue this week?
1: Uh, Here's what I don't get. (laughs) Bait and switch sales. Uh, we've talked a lot about on this show about how uh, how much we hate Amazon, yet we participate in their
0: uh, yeah, skulduggery.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard. It's hard not to,
0: right? I mean, the convenience factor, the convenience is, so factor is so high. So um, high.
1: I was on the look for a new uh, for a new work bag. Uh, I'll take a you know backpack's fine. You know, it's been a long time since I've uh, used a backpack. Um, but uh I've got a like a shitty little go bag that is like it broke the other day like it has before 100 million time yeah yeah and it's too small to to really properly carry all my stuff without me feeling the, like the hunchback of Notre Dame uh so I was always on the look for a for a bag that can hold that can hold a, a you know a decent amount of specifically it's gotta be able to hold uh, like a big ass water bottle in a hard hat um at the very least you know. Um, and most, you know, smaller backpacks can't, can't do that. And so I'm looking around and, you know, a lot nowadays they have laptops really, they have, they have backpacks sorted by laptop size. Pretty much. Uh, that's about it. Cause no one just carries a laptop bag anymore.
0: Well, and nobody, nobody carries a backpack if they're not carrying a laptop. Like, yeah. That's why you've got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you've got the regular, like 15, 15 and a half inch laptop size. Mm-hmm. And smaller, of course, and then you got a 17-inch laptop size, which
0: that's a backpack that I carry. There you go. I've got three of them now. I think <laughs> or maybe four.
1: Uh, so I'm looking on Amazon, and I'm like, "Oh, great! This this one is is on sale. Let me uh, just get that." Okay. Uh, scroll down. Okay. Oh, it's on it's on the 15. Let me click on the 17. Uh, twenty three dollars just turned into sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Because only the blue They're really shafting us. 15 inch model
0: is on sale. they really hate the big boys, Tim uh-huh yeah,
1: and I'm tired of the uh you yeah, got yeah, one listing it it shows the lowest possible price on on all possible combinations you can have 12 sizes and 13 colors, yep one of them is going to be three dollars, but it's extra extra small, bright
0: pink yeah I'm sure no, it'd be it would be the opposite of that because an extra extra small bright pink would be something that a girl would want. It'll be like extra extra small neon green with orange stripes like something that really no one wants. And I sure. almost feel that that's like the Chinese overlords that run that stock Amazon, they do that on purpose. like they yeah. go in and they're like, all right, we have backpacks or we have Make something
1: really fucking <clears throat> ugly in a size no one has.
0: We'll have one of them. Cheap. Yeah. We'll have one of them in stock. So and we'll take a loss on that one and then we'll just list everything in one big listing uh-huh. and boom, suddenly we have people shopping for something they're like, Oh, short by price, lowest first, a uh, cool backpacks, $3. Oh, no, none of the ones that anybody actually wants are $3. Yeah.
1: Ho- they're hoping that you click on the color and size you want and immediately cl- immediately click the, uh, buy with one click button
0: yeah they they sometimes some of the listings i don't know if it has it on the search results but once you're in the listing it'll say like three dollars to sixty dollars and then you have to once you click sometimes, your options, yeah, it'll yeah. repopulate but sometimes it's not until you open up the options and start scrolling through you see that every single one of those is a different price for whatever yeah. reason it was like that when i bought the gaming chair i'd go find gaming chairs and be like this this gaming chair you know a hundred bucks uh or it may, maybe it had starting at underneath there, and it's like this has has you know, massaging things and w- all these different features, and then you click on it, and it's like, oh, the base model is hundred bucks. If you want the one with the footrest, that's hundred fifty bucks. You want the one with the the uh, massaging cushion, that's two hundred bucks. If you want the one that has like the high back and can lean back further, it's just. Or, or
1: oh, oh, this one's forty percent off. Oh, it's the it's the Overwatch edition.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's it would be like, okay, the the plain black one is is $200, the blue one is $180, the red one is $108 and the pink and white one is $160. Yes. It's like, eh, yeah, I don't really not really worth the pink and white one. An all white one would be fine, a black and red one. I don't really care about the color. I don't want the specifically want the black one, Yeah, but I don't really think I want a pink and white one.
1: It's and, and on mobile it's even it's even otter
0: their the mobile app is just garbage it's worthless plus you can't use any of the browser extensions that like cross compare the item y- you're looking at no because
1: you hit it you hit an amazon link in your browser it automatically opens the app
0: yeah does it honey does that where it'll be like oh yeah this same item if you buy it from a different seller it's 3.99 shipping but it's ends up being two dollars less expensive than yeah. it, if you buy the prime one like, okay cool let's do that honey thanks i appreciate it or it'll say uh, it'll do price alerts where it's like yeah the, this item has changed price three times in the last two weeks and it's right now at its current highest okay well let me stand by on this and see yeah. if it goes down i there's got to be i'm sure somewhere there's like a a consumer protection act that oh yeah oh, of course. requires uh clear and fair pricing and i'm sure they're like just skirting the just skirting because it's not
1: just amazon i recall like uh being a kid and you know being around christmas time you know around probably around thanksgiving uh you know and i'd be in my grandparents house and they lived like up on a mountain so you have to like go into town to get stuff yeah um uh but they enjoyed taking the kids you know to black friday or maybe like the day after black friday we'd go and um and get you know like a early early christmas present or something and you know one you know back then you know like i guess it's probably not as common now but you know we'd get the big the big mailers right get the big mailer catalog for walmart or you know whatever it was and you know like especially my favorite store that
0: uh is now defunct toys R Us.
1: no it, it is now defunct but we never had one here in town i can't even remember hastings the name it. it was hastings fucking hastings i loved it That was one of the main reasons i loved going to visit uh visit them was because they had hastings i loved hastings
0: yeah they had hastings in bartlesville and Hastings. we had hastings in norman in oklahoma city it was oh, great yeah. yeah
1: i loved that place um And so you'd get, I'd get this mailer for Hastings and, you know, me me and my brother would, you know, go through it. And of course, you know, that front, front page, it's like, we've got, uh, steals of deals. Yeah. And then it's like DVDs, 99 cents. So
0: so select titles,
1: select titles.
0: Yeah. And it, it would be the four that were pictured right there. Yeah. And it would be like uh, Barney's extreme adventure. Yeah, of course. The '90s skateboard (laughs) skateboarding video with Barney. Yeah,
1: and then it would show a stack of like Xbox games, right? Clearly, just a picture of a stack of them. Yeah, Uh, and then it would be like Xbox and PS3 titles from four ninety nine. Like, holy shit! I can get a whole game for five bucks. I gotta go go down. Batman Begins video game. And then of course you once you flip into it you'll find oh here's the page with the early Xbox games. Here's the 499 games. It's like three select titles and it's like baseball from 5 years ago, a kids game
0: and uh Project Gotham Racing that yeah, came with the Xbox. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh it's like oh, those are the three that are 499. So we can say we have games from 499 and up, yeah. right?
0: Uh Yeah, the uh, retail stuff has always been like how they trick your brain there's, I remember working in retail. It was all about end caps. Yep. Like, yeah, we got to have our end caps, and you know, there has to be stuff that catches people's eyes, and yes. they're gonna go down this aisle. Like, I don't think you understand. You work at a Walmart. People know where the aisles are. They know what's <laughs> down the aisle. They're here for a thing. Yeah. Now, sure, you might walk past an end cap and go, maybe I do need a package of Oreos or like. Salsa cups or whatever stupid shits on the end cap, but no one is like walking through Walmart and they see an end cap. What? <laughs> they got tortilla chips on sale. Better figure out what's down this aisle seasonings and flour. I got to <laughs> buy a bunch of that shit. <laughs> like the only, the only stuff that ever catches my eye if it's on an end cap is if they have a clearance end cap. And even then yeah. it's like, Oh, they got some clearance stuff. Nothing. I Oh, Nothing it's all ever, like makeup and shit. Nothing yeah. I'm interested in.
1: You know, the only time an end cap has ever astonished me is when I mean, it's like, "Oh, that's new." Yeah, I've never seen that before, or I know of that product, and now Walmart carries it.
0: Yeah, and and so the online the online space has tried to get into that where it's tricking your brain into yeah. thinking you can click into things like, "Hey, I'm going to buy a sweater." Oh, that's a nice looking sweater. Uh, starting at. Ten ninety nine, like that's a great price. Let me click into it. Like, oh, the child size is ten ninety nine. That makes a lot of sense. The adult size is forty dollars. I don't think I need a sweater that much. Like, (laughs) I I think that it's because there's there was a study recently. It was like uh, people with autism can't fall for propaganda. Oh, huh? Because our brains don't process data in the same way that normal people's brains do. So when we get when you when a person who's autistic gets bombarded with propaganda and sales ads, it, ha, it has the opposite triggering effect, and I think mm. that's why I have no ability to like be swayed by advertising or coupons. Yeah. I, I buy the same thing that I buy because it works, yes. not because uh, no amount no amount of advertisement is going to make me buy a laundry detergent other than all free and clear. And in fact, yeah, you
1: know, it totally makes sense. And in fact. If you get you getting bombarded by you, Tide advertisements over and over and over will be make you be like, well, I'm never fucking
0: buying Tide. Yeah, and yeah, like the so the last time I bought, I usually buy Downy free and clear. Last time I bought fabric softener, I bought regular Downy, but that was only because I needed fabric softener and that's and we they were out of regular. Yeah, and the other, only other option are they're like uns unbelieve uh or whatever their fucking thing is that is just like packed with scent and the reason why i buy a free and clear is you know because i don't want to smell like gain <laughs> uh yeah
1: it's it's those bead things that you pour right it's the the beaded ones i remember seeing the commercial and being like your shirt will smell like this for the next 90 days after wash <laughs>
0: Yeah. You'll open up your closet and it'll be an overpowering stench. <laughs> that's the other thing is on the commercial, they show them like it's a, it's a bottle. That's maybe a 32 ounce bottle. And they're just dumping, dumping that fucking yeah. thing into the washing machine. Like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> like, and I'm sure the actual usage is like three pellets, no yes. more than three pellets. And you will literally die. I don't want any of that. I just want my simple
1: things. I, now that I, I think about it. Like, st- I mean, retail has been doing this forever you you I mean, you know the whole the old thing about like why the milk is in the back of the store
0: yeah because right? you have to walk past everything yeah. and why the fruits and vegetables are right there inside yep. the door and so they're do they're putting that in they're trying to translate that in the online space and doing things like saying oh yeah yeah this thing is 499 oh it's 4.99 a piece if you buy a six pack yes uh that's not really 499 that's thirty dollars <laughs> but they they get to skirt it and so they make it happen, and it's
1: or Amazon with their lightning deals. Like,
0: oh god, I love I love scrolling through the lightning deals. Only I don't think I have bought a lightning deal in like ten years. Yeah. yeah just to look at all the worthless shit because lightning <laughs> deals used to be, it would be like an incredible savings on something and yeah. it would be an incredible savings for four hours or even yes. less and there'd be the limited quality and all that. I bought my sister uh, uh, the like big Prismacolor set, the $300 Prismacolor yeah. set for like $120 nice. on a, a lightning deal once and she still has it. You know, she still uses them. She uses them to make art. like yeah. Yeah. Something I can't do. And um, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she bought Prismacolor colors from the big, I don't know. It's a 200. I don't know. It's the big box, whatever that is. And she bought them from Hobby Lobby. And cause there was like, okay, you use the Hobby Lobby 40% off coupon and you get it, you get a savings. And then there was a mail-in rebate deal. So she ended up getting them for like 160 bucks. And I, and then this box of Prismacolor shows up her house. She's like, what is this? And I bought them for, bought them for my sister. She's like, uh, how much were they? 120 bucks. She's like, what the, f- what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Sucks to suck. <laughs> I'm the deal finder. And then since then, it's just like you go on the lightning deals and it's like Bluetooth charging dongle, shitty headphones. 15% off. 15% off, 18 hours only. You're like, uh, 18 days left on this lightning deal. <laughs> yeah. Glow in the dark nightlight. Twenty two dollars save ten like, percent. This is all dog shit. Yeah, the the lightning deals
1: have been shit, and they 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 don't advertise the actual deals they have. No, because I've found stuff at a steal, and it's just like that's what the price is today. Yes, like but- the uh, like that um, Batman omnibus. I bought the uh, volume one of the Batman Scott Snyder omnibus mm-hmm. from Amazon. From them, brand new, forty bucks. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is and it was just that price one day.
0: They don't have like lightning de- deals. Used to be the first thing that you looked at. Yeah. And now I just pulled up the Amazon website on the PC to try out because I wanted to look at what the Amazon deals were today, and I do not see a button for it. No. You uh, you can probably click like today's deals. I'm not even seeing a deals button. That's the wild thing. Wow. Yeah. Amazon Basics, TV and video, beauty and personal care, coupons, coupons maybe. But yeah, they, they've they totally scrapped that or made it not their big selling point, I guess. <laughs> it's odd. Because that used to be a big deal for them. And that was, I guess, what got everything. They're doing it like in a... They're doing it in a much more long-term deal, right? Yeah. Where like Amazon was the end cap for forever. Yes. And now you're in the aisle. You're just gonna buy what's ever in there. Yeah. I uh, did finally find the deals. Uh, what's what's up today? Fifty percent uh, up to fifty percent off. VOD damn tea and gifts. One ninety nine, two ninety nine today only. Romance books starting from one ninety nine on Kindle. I got some TVs for sale, but this is just today's deals. I'm not even looking at the lightning deals. Uh, Yeah, this is all dog shit. Lightning deal. Here we go. I got some caster mattress. (laughs) $2,000.
1: What a deal. What a savings.
0: (laughs) One of those little battery jump boxes. $55. I'm sure that's just what those cost. If I went and searched for it. A uh, cordless vacuum, like a, a shark ripoff, 150 bucks. None of these are great. Wireless mini headphones, 20 uh, bucks. sound like shit. sports bras, $14 to $30, but they're all $30, $51, a light bar. And I, these are the highlights, 850 bucks, 4K security system, $76 projector, 5, 7,500 lumens, 1080p. 170 bucks dash cam. Like that's what dash cams cost. A shitty webcam, $30. That's what shitty webcams cost. Yeah. yeah. Like none of this is like even, this is like
1: this is like digging through uh one of those from <laughs> one of those bin stores. One of the bin stores, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh that's funny. Uh, that's a good issue, Tim. Well, here's what I don't get. Unfaithful adaptation. So I mentioned at the beginning of the episode I watched the Reacher series. And Reacher was fucking fantastic. I really enjoyed it. They they stuck pretty well to the book. It was like a 10% difference, I'd say. But the 10% they decided to change was, for the most part, for the best. Like, they brought in the Frances Nagley character, who is a recurring character in the book. She's only in a few of them. She's not in all of them. And she's <laughs> not in this one that they did. But she's a great foil for the Reacher character. And... She's a badass, and like of course they put her in there because they wanted it to be a strong female character, and they cast a black woman because they wanted to be a strong female black character. But I can kind of forgive that because she did a good job. It didn't feel like oh, here's just a strong female character. Sure, sure. And they really nailed Reacher, like they got his him exactly right with the as far as him being huge. Uh, one my, my my few complaints, the character that they cast as um the detective of the small town, he's supposed to be a twenty year veteran from Boston who then came to this small town and lives there. Yeah, and, and he looked like he was about twenty eight, not like he was in his fifties. Yeah, and it may just be because he's you know that saying black don't crack like Denzel. He's
1: got a yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: but he he seemed youthful. Uh, he he didn't look. He, he I think you needed someone with a little more gray in their hair and yeah. a little more like yeah. Pudge. I pictured that character as having Pudge, but um, like those. I think those are the two major complaints that I have. It was like right in the right number of episodes. Uh, you may maybe you could have gone fewer. You probably shave an episode off of that. No problem. I always say things can be shorter. Sure. Sure and now you have free advertising and the fact that i'm talking about it right because they did a faithful adaptation and so what i don't understand faithful doesn't mean doesn't mean you made the exact book it just means that you took all the major things and adapted it well i maybe dunk was like that but the cast the the redhead erasure is enough for me to go like no they've got this Lord of the Rings series coming out also by Amazon yep. and the advertisements are all people with black hands. Now, Tim, do you know why that doesn't make any fucking sense? Because J.R.R. Tolkien was a racist. There were no black people <laughs> in middle earth. The, the black people in middle earth are were all the, the orcs, orcs. Yeah. and the orcs were elves who went bad. Uh huh. Because J.R.R. Tolkien was a racist. Yeah. Now, if you want to make a fantasy series about, about black people, fucking feel free. Just don't call it Lord of the Rings, because that's not what it is. Yeah. There's not really any diversity in Lord of the Rings. It's uh, so you just already know, like, okay, well they're they have decided to change that because they don't like it. What else, what's the next thing that they're gonna go like? Eh, yeah, it's good. This other thing is problematic. Yeah, Reacher is a crude. Miserable guy who beats the fuck out of people and kind of asks questions later, but that's that's what the fans of Reacher wanted to see. <laughs> they wanted to see a guy who could kick the shit out of six inmates at the same time. That's that's why the books are interesting. Yeah, that's part of why the books are interesting. There's also the detective work, which they also handled r- relatively well. It's it's not. I feel like it's not that too too much to ask. And why wouldn't you? Right? If yeah. you're making you're making something. You're making a Reacher series, for example. Uh, your core audience are people who like the series already. Yeah. Now, you also want to try and get new viewers, so you do things to hype it up, like playing ads on every fucking YouTube, every Amazon Prime show that yeah. anyone tries to watch or YouTube or wherever ever else It's just burying it in. But, and I've said this for years, I said it about Star Trek. When Star Trek came out, the Discovery came out. Fans of a property are going to talk about the property. Yeah. I finished Reacher, and the next day I talked about it for a good, probably two hours to to you, to other people, talking about TV shows. When TV shows came up, I said, even fucking yesterday, yeah. standing on the dock talking to someone, and he's like, "Oh, I've been watching this show." I said, "You know what show I watched recently? Is great Reacher. Check it out." One more person watched the show because I was I said something. One more one I probably got a bunch of people not to watch Star Trek Discovery because you didn't do it well. <laughs> your core fans are your evangelists. They're people that are going to say something to it. So you need to make something that will please them and attract new audiences. This reachers, They start with the first book. Like You can just hop right in. You don't need to know anything about this character to watch this movie yeah. or to watch this TV show. You can just turn it on and be like, wow, this guy's kind of a badass and a detective. He's a badass detective. He's a former army badass detective. Okay, let me check it out. If it's it's in a style that people like, mm-hmm. which is John Wick, the John Wick esque, you know, lone Ronin wandering around writing what's, what once went wrong, quantum leap, kung fu, the incredible hulk. Like yeah, it's a format that works. We've seen it happen again and again and again. So why not why would you try and do something different? Yeah. They didn't. And that's why it's being successful. They're going to do this with Lord of the Rings and all the Lord of the Rings. I'm not even like a Lord of the Rings fan. Me either. I watched the movies. I read the books. They were fine. I really don't have an interest in ever watching them again because they're so long. They're so long. Uh, Game of Thrones. Fucking, I watched the first season of Game of Thrones. It fucking sucked. Holy shit, does that show suck. But I watched it because people were were hyped it up so much. Like, I like enough of these things that are in there it sounds interesting enough i'll check it out i checked it out didn't really care for it didn't watch it again but you got well i mean i watched someone's i borrowed someone's dvds but you got someone to check it out because your fans were so into it and then of course they ran season eight or nine seven the last one whatever the last one was was into the ground and all the fans were like the, this series ended terribly mm-hmm. it's bad don't watch it and like they totally turned turned against the people who had been raving about the show for years people who had got into it because they read the books and liked it people who watched the show and liked it so they read the books and they're like and so it makes me wonder when Martin George Martin yeah. when he makes uh, the final book or whatever however many books he has left is that one going to be kind of just a blip because the series has wrapped up and all of that, uh, what's the word? All of that push the hype hype. Yeah, yeah. Is, is kind of out the window. And so you'll have the people the like the very, very deep core of the fan base go like, okay, I'll read it just to see how it ends. But so many people, what's that one in name in the name of the wind?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he still hasn't released the third book yep. of yet, probably because he can't figure out an ending. Like I, I just assume it's hard to end yeah. a, a long form story like that.
1: But don't end it?
0: Well, that's also <laughs> an option. And and so they're making it into a series, right? On Netflix or something. Uh, it's been through a couple of different going through developments. Yeah, yeah. Like the fans of that are gonna say, hey, yeah, you should check out this show because it's also when you adapt something. I don't, sometimes I don't think things should be adapted because things work in the medium that they're in, but when you do adapt something, what you're trying to do is I think in my mind, you're trying to make, make it accessible for a, you're trying to make it accessible for an audience Mm -hmm. that is wider than no it consumes a different type of media so like i just yeah comic book movie comic book fans love comic books they also go see comic book movies Mm -hmm. but people who aren't fans of comic books will see comic Comic book book movies movies. because they're movie fans yeah so and then even outside of that people that just and then you take then you take a comic book you know movie and you turn it into a tv series and you have you have People who are TV fans, people who are movie uh-huh. fans that don't like as much like I don't like TV shows, but I do like movies because they're nice and and can encapsulated, and they can be finished yeah. that way. The need to change things when you adapt it, I think only to do it unfaithfully, only ruins <laughs> yeah. your product. like, yeah, you can make changes but the broad strokes need to be there. Yes. Like uh, Age of Ultron, the Avengers movie, mm-hmm. right? They hadn't introduced Hank Pym who helped create Ultron yeah. with Tony Stark. So they kind of had to change away the around the way it worked, but in broad strokes it was there. Like Tony Stark creates this robot AI who then becomes Sentient to try, decides to try and destroy the world. Yeah. Yeah. And all the details in there get filled in as they as they go whereas something like Ragnarok they made Ragnarok Planet Hulk and they diminished the Thor in his own movie yeah. and that's why I don't really care for Thor Ragnarok yeah uh, because instead of just making a Planet Hulk movie where Thor shows up and they go do a thing they like took the Ragn- they just took the name and they took the end and they were like, all right, now we're going to make Planet Hulk and just kind of uh, band-aid tape this shit together.
1: Yeah, it, they, and then, but, like, it also doesn't have the consequences or it doesn't have the consequences of Planet Hulk that Planet Hulk did in the comic. Yeah. Because Planet Hulk in the comics leads directly into World War Hulk where Hulk tries to kill the Earth. Yes. Because you you sent me to space... Uh, not of and my no, own. No, no, not of my family. own. You fuckers sent me to space, not of my own accord, and I was pissed off. But then I land on this planet, and I got I made some friends, and I found a wife, and we had a kid, and then you fuckers killed them. I'm gonna fucking kill all of you. Yeah. So they they kind of ruined both things. Yeah. In one movie, because and- that because like that that doesn't that stuff never paid out, and then like Planet Hulk was still too much. It wasn't Planet. They didn't turn Planet Hulk into Planet Thor. No. They threw Thor into Planet Hulk and called it Thor.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, I just, I just want things to be. It's like when they do, when they do late in life sequels. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of change the rules of the world. That's why I don't like the Star Trek show because they made it dark and they changed the, the types of Mm -hmm. things that the, they changed what the, the series is about. Yeah. And, it's not faithful to the the original vision. It's not even faithful to like the themes of the original vision. <laughs> it's just a space action show. Yeah. And that's not what the show ever was. It's what the movies were. And that's why a lot of people don't like specifically the TNG movies. It You need to be, when you're adapting something, you need to have two people, I think. You need to have someone who like idolizes the, the content and you need to have someone who is familiar with it and likes it, but is willing yeah, to yeah. make like hard decisions. And so you can have those conversations to someone says like, we, we absolutely can't have Batman killing someone. Like that is a hard, fast rule of Batman and someone being like, well, does Batman have to wear this blue and gray suit? Can we not put them in all black? I guess, yeah, we could put them in all black if we let him, right. You know, and be able to make that compromise so that you create your create. Film is a synthesis. It's not just one vision. Yeah. It's you have directors and they're relying on the cinematographer to frame it in a nice way. And then those two are relying on an editor to take what they shot and make it work. Mm -hmm. And the directors also relying on the actors to make an interpretation of the character. And the characters is relying on the director to give when he gives these different takes that it's put together in a way that makes a cohesive thing. Yeah. And all of those parts, you know, come together And the sound designer, creating the Foley and the music composer or director creating the the sound, all of that builds together into this thing that then we consume and go, ah, I like this. And you have to trust in that creative group working together and things being good. When you do an adaptation, like a big part of that scoop into the pot has to be, Respect for the source material. And that's why that's why like the the one Tom Cruise it's a it's an okay movie but I never talked about it. No. yeah. Like I watched it. I I saw the trailers to the movie. It looked kind of neat. It looked like a cool gritty like every man story. And then they're like Tom Cruise isn't the right guy to play Reacher. He should be a giant, and Tom Cruise is a manlet. And then I I read some of these complaints about why he wasn't a good – why this movie wasn't right. And so then I thought, well, I'll I'll read the books or I'll do the audiobooks, mm-hmm. and, and then if I like the audiobooks well enough, then I'll watch the movie or yeah, maybe I'll yeah. watch the movie anyway. And so I got through like six or seven books in the audiobooks or however many books, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, you know, it's – yeah, it's not exactly like the book. Yeah, Tom Cruise isn't exactly right for the part, but it was well enough. It was entertaining enough to be good as a movie, yeah. and like that was it. I'd said, definitely say recommend the books more. Uh, the second one's terrible, but it was people. <laughs> it was people who were passionate about it, kind of saying like, "This isn't a faithful adaptation." That made me interested in the franchise, and and now that this TV show exists, it's like, yeah, we could probably just ignore the jet, the, uh, Tom Cruise movies. Like, well, that
1: kind of happened with Hellboy, the, that third Hellboy movie, the reboot, the reboot. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of those first two movies. That first one is my, it's my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it led me to my favorite director of all time. Uh, but I know that there are guys and, and, and I hadn't, I was not, familiar with the comics at the time when it came out in 2004 or whatever i had seen you know pictures of the guy um but there are guys that are you know the diehard comic fans that did not like those two movies because they were not tonally Uh. completely uh you know correct adaptation the comics are much are not not really comedic Mm -hmm. you know uh, the movies are are a lot lighter in tone. Mm-hmm. Um and so I know there are yeah, people they, that didn't like those two movies. So so when that reboot came around, they're like, this is gonna be like a darker, different take, not as like whimsical fantasy as the first two, those people were like, Oh, this is gonna be fucking awesome. And then it was still shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh even those people were, were like, No, I'd rather watch the other ones.
0: It, oh, it was so bad it made them change their minds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least those are good movies. <laughs> yeah. If not a fully faithful adaptation. Yeah. And maybe that's the, t- I don't know what the percentage is, 20%, sure. 30%. I don't know how much you can start to change before you have something that's unrecognizable. Maybe that's the like 20% of new ideas that need to be poured in so that you're not just watching a a story that you already know the answers to like Watchmen like Watchmen yeah it's a uh, it's, it's a line for line
1: I mean translation almost, it's line for line oh like almost shot for shot right. like there's some good cinematography in there but you know a lot of it is really just recreating the same thing yeah which is like why like I think that like when you when like when you're in movies remake like shot for shot remakes like what's the point
0: yeah, As a shot for shot Like the of the, movie. the Psycho one with Vince with, Vaughn. With Vince Vaughn. Yeah, they just reshot Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho with no nothing added to it. Yeah, it's like I could just watch the original and actually get the vision versus this. Um, it's a, almost an impression. Yeah, but it's I th- you know I think the funniest impressions also have that ten percent of ten ex- percent exaggeration of oh yeah you know, you say those keywords a little more frequently or you say things a little more absurdly than the person uh-huh. would say them. And that's, that's what brings it from just like mo- mocking to being a joke. Yeah. That's what Frank Caliendo does, <laughs> you know, love him or hate him. His impressions are just a little bit more silly than what yeah. the actual person's doing. And uh, it's, that's the entertainment value because if i if i wanted to just watch george bush give a speech i would just watch <laughs> george bush give a speech but what i want to see is will ferrell as george bush giving a speech where he messes up a few more extra words and he you know dismisses questions a yes. little more <laughs> entertain a little more entertainment uh uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that I'm right because every time that there's like an unfaithful adaptation of something or th- these requels and reboots, they none of them go anywhere because nobody wants to see them. People want to see, you know, people want to see Dunk and yeah. tell me that it's great. And because they finally did Dune right, I'm like, yeah, Dune kind of sucks, though. <laughs> anyway, well. That's my uh, that's my second issue this week, and that wraps us up for this week's episode. Here's John Get. So until next time, I'm Tab Bird. I'm Tim the Handle Breaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in, here's when I get hotline. Call us at seven zero four seven five zero nine four three four and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord under the Discord up or the under the voicemail upload channel. We've got one voicemail here.
3: Hey guys, it's Johnny Love, Flatwoman. woman. Uh, here's what I don't get: phone volume control. If you're like me and you got a fucking Android device, you uh, and you listen to music. Sometimes the phone interrupts you and says. No, you're you're going to be listening oh, to this at a lower volume right I hate now because um, we recommend that you you keep this at a lower volume so that you don't hurt your ears. Raising this higher than eighty percent will hurt your ears. Well, that eighty percent is actually uh, like fifty percent. See, the entire bar, eighty percent of it is zero to ten. The rest of it is the last ninety percent. So to actually listen to what I want to hear, I have to crank it up to the top part of the volume. So every time you do that, I can't hear shit. Fix your fucking phone.
0: My first phone that did this was my old Samsung phone Mm. and it was the worst. It's gotten a lot better now because it only does it with wired headphones, Yeah, but it was the worst because it was like the last quarter inch of bar and that was all the volume that you actually needed. Anything below that bar was nearly inaudible, and and what the range you were working inside of that was like yeah, where you wanted it, to listen. That's because
1: sound is exponential,
0: logarithmic, logarithmic. That's what. It yeah, is. logarithmic. So it was annoying because every time you would unplug or plug it, unplug the headphones, it was a total reset, and you had to go hit the button. And I, th- but it would do it with my Bluetooth in my car. It would do it with Bluetooth headphones. It was, there was no way to get around this stupid little alert. So you get in the car, it would turn the volume all the way back down to connect to the radio. Then I'd have to reach over and turn it back up to the full volume because I'm using the car's volume knob to control the sound. Just like I'm using my Bluetooth headphones, headphone button to control the volume. Uh, and so I thought my Motorola phones didn't do it. And then I discovered they still do it with wired headphones. So I reached down in my pocket to just hit the volume up key on my phone and it's nothing's happening. And I'm thinking, oh, that must be the highest that it goes. And then one day I'm looking at it when I do it. And it's like, we, this is unsafe levels. We recommend that you blah, blah, blah. Yep. But it also and it only, like turns red when you, yeah, yeah, it also only shows that if the screen is unlocked. So if I just pull yes. my phone out and press the little up key, it won't, it, It also, the Motorola phone keeps track of it. So it'll keep it like that for about a week. Or if you're using headphones regularly for a few days, it'll keep it. It doesn't do with Bluetooth headphones, but it's still, it's like, put a little tick mark box in there that just says, I understand or do not show again. I I know. (laughs) I don't need a mom. What if I am 20? What if I have 25% hearing loss? Yes. Well, you had, because you listen to your headphones too loud for too long (laughs) I don't, I'm so tired. It's the coddling of everything. Everything has to be coddled. That's why people think that their opinions matter. Cause it's like, well, my phone tells me that I shouldn't listen to something too loud. It wants to take care of me. Why does Spotify not want to take care of me by getting rid of Joe Rogan? <laughs> it's, and that's the whole world now. And yeah. it's just sad. That's all I got. It's the only voicemail. So until next time.